I shared on Twitter earlier on this afternoon a an op-ed piece that was published in the Ottawa Citizen this afternoon, one that I wrote, and it has to do with this report that uh, Saudi Arabia, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, has been engaged in a campaign uh, to uh, locate, hunt down dissidents, those who disagree with their regime, and uh, eliminate them. So if you remember last Friday, the Biden administration released a CIA report that dates from November of 2019. And it refers to um, an assassination by, or of rather, uh, an American Saudi journalist named Jamal Khashoggi. He'd gone to the Saudi consulate in Istanbul to get papers to marry his fiance. His fiance was with him at the time. Uh, he went into the consulate. He never came out. She waited and she waited and she waited and she waited. And he never came out because he had been killed by a team of assassins sent uh, to Istanbul, to Turkey, to eliminate him because he'd been saying things that kind of made the Saudi regime very nervous. And the guy that was named in the CIA report as being sort of behind all this is a guy called Mohammed bin Salman, or MBS for short. He's the crown prince. He's the guy that's going to take over the throne when the latest old Saudi king dies. And he doesn't like criticism at all. And so he sent this team of people to the Saudi consulate in Turkey to lure Khashoggi, who'd been in in, in the United States living in Washington for some time, and he wanted to um, eliminate him. So he did. He sent his tiger team, they're calling it, which is kind of odd since there's no tigers in Saudi Arabia that I'm aware of, and they killed him. And not only that, they cut his body into pieces with a bone saw. So now MBS no longer stands for Mohammed bin Salman. It stands for Mr. Bonesaw. Now, why am I talking about this? I mean, there, there is a, a, a link here to Canada, and this is where I want to get people's opinion on this. Scarcely two weeks after the assassination of Khashoggi in Turkey, a similar team using a similar aircraft tried to land in Toronto. And they were turned back by Canada Border Services Agency. This team was looking for a man called Dr. Saul al-Jabri, who is living in Canada, but is uh, basically on the run from the Saudi regime because he saw the writing on the wall when MBS took over as crown prince. Uh, Dr. al-Jabri had been very close to a man called Mohammed bin Nayef, who before MBS became crown prince, he was the crown prince. So there's a kind of a changing of the guard, if you will. Uh, within the the embassy, uh, sorry, within the Saudi government. And uh, Al-Jabri was afraid for his life. So he fled first to the United States and then to Canada. Now, full disclosure, I know Dr. Saad Al-Jabri. I met him in Riyadh on several occasions when I was uh, with the Canadian Security Intelligence Service on visits to the Middle East to engage in intelligence exchanges. So there was basically a hit squad sent to kill him in Canada. In Canada. And that's not all. The Saudis have also sent uh, individuals, or rather um, coerced individuals, mostly students here in Canada, 
to go back to Saudi Arabia by threatening their families. And when they get back to Saudi Arabia, they're basically told, you will not criticize MBS. In fact, there's a recent case that came out last week in the National Post, or was it, no, sorry, the Toronto Star, a student in Montreal, very critical of the Saudi regime, making all kinds of critical remarks online. And uh, now he's back in Saudi Arabia and he's making comments very positive about Mr. Bonesaw. Uh, what does that tell you? So the op-ed piece I wrote today said, you know what? Uh, the Canadian government shouldn't, shouldn't put up with this. We shouldn't put up with regimes that send hit squads to our country to kill or coerce people to go back to their homelands. Now, a similar op-ed piece came out in the Globe and Mail by Dennis Horak, whom I know. He's used to be with Foreign Affairs, Global Affairs Canada. And he has the uh, rather unique honor, if that's the word, to be having closed two Canadian embassies in the Middle East, in, in Tehran, in Iran, and in Riyadh. Kicked out of both when the relations went sour. In his op-ed piece, he said, you know, Canada shouldn't really do to anything to Saudi because they're too important. They're too important to power in the Middle East. And we sell them you know, military equipment, we rely on them for intelligence, and they're a major power, blah, 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 blah. So the Trudeau government shouldn't do anything to upset the Saudi government. So here's the question I want to put to you guys tonight. Okay, those of you who are, are part of this live chat. Is it okay for Canada, as an independent sovereign nation, to allow a foreign team of assassins to come into our country and plan to kill people on our soil, and the government does diddly squat about it. So my op-ed piece said, at a minimum, close the embassy, punt the Saudi diplomats, and seek recourse in an international court, if not Canadian courts. Mr. Horak, the former ambassador, says, uh, um, no, we don't want to hurt the Saudis' feelings. Um, we should just let them you know, do things because they're too important to us. So, what do you think? Is that the kind of thing that you would expect to happen in Canada? I see a comment here. That's the sort of stuff you might see in third world countries. Thank you. Absolutely. This happens in lower Slobovistan. It doesn't happen in Canada. So, there's another point here. I, you know, there's a great question about, you know, why is Saudi considered important? And thanks for, for commenting. I don't think they are. I, I think they were. I think they were when, when, the, when the oil market was what it was, when oil was important, the Saudis have, I don't know, the blessings of God or the blessings of Allah. They got a ton of oil. It's easy to get out. It's really good quality. And so when oil was really, really important, uh, Saudi was important. Oil isn't as important anymore, especially the Americans have more oil they know what to do with, thanks to fracking and, and other stuff in the United States. So to me, the Saudis are not that important of uh, a Middle Eastern power. And so we shouldn't be kowtowing to the Saudis for fear of pissing them off, for fear of making them angry, for fear of disappointing them. <laughs>